Wow, a record three hours of sleep. If it had not been raining, I'd have probably gone for a walk. <clears throat> I mucked out two boxes this morning and I helped put some horses out. How useless is that? Some good friend, friends came over, but I could tell that my friend had told them not to ask me how I was. I could tell. It was okay. They came in for a coffee and a chat about everything except that. I'm back indoors now. I have no energy, really. I know full well why, because I'm not eating, but can't be bothered to do anything about it. I've started moving stuff from upstairs, ready for storage before redecorating. I have Caper Cayley on the CD player, a Scottish band that he liked, and I bought it for him for Christmas. It's in Gaelic, so listening to it is easy, as the tunes don't really mean anything to me, word-wise. There were some jazz CDs for him as well, which I've been sweating on arriving from Amazon before Christmas. Wouldn't have mattered, I suppose, in hindsight, would it? They're not my taste. They're unwrapped now, so I'll find somebody else who will enjoy them and listen to them. There's Louis Armstrong. I can't listen to him yet. And Fats Waller, Ella Fitzgerald and others. No doubt he'd have driven me mad listening to them in the car. Well, I'll be spared that at least, but oh, what I do to be able to still do that. I've never been very good at communicating on a personal level. Always keep my feelings to myself. I suppose it's that bloody wall again. So I think I find it easier to write my feelings down than actually talk about them. Thinking back to times when we had old animals, much loved dogs and horses and cats, put to sleep. I didn't really show emotion then either. Definitely start to think now that it's not normal. I wonder why I was like that. I checked my first responder phone while I was upstairs. There have not been any texts on it for 36 hours at least. I was getting paranoid that they'd switched me off. Obviously they wouldn't do that. I don't know why I look at it really. I don't think I could go anyway, but I can't help feeling guilty that I don't go, especially if it's fairly local. I've deleted the three that came this morning, but I've still not deleted that one. Mother is cooking lunch today, but I don't really feel I want to eat. Wanting food and needing food have become two totally separate things. There's a strange car outside on the yard. No one's come in and it's been here around half an hour. Probably gone next door. I won't go out to see. I've done enough socialising for the day today. The first responder meeting is set up for tomorrow evening and our Coast Guard training night with the sector managers on Tuesday. I should go to both really. I'll see how I feel when the time comes. I suppose, having already been on a Coast Guard search with the lads a couple of days after the funeral, it broke the ice a bit and it would seem silly not to go. The only difference is that I've been on a bit of an emotional roller coaster in between times. It's two weeks and a day now since the funeral, and I should get myself organised really to write to some people. They very kindly wrote some lovely letters and cards after his death. It's taken me till now to read them. But I don't know if I'm in a logical enough state of mind to do that yet, or in the right frame of mind to know what to say. The sympathy cards are now piled up in a cupboard the best dinner service. I can't stay there forever, I know. Lots of kind people sent money for the two areas I decided to collect for in his memory, the Anglesey First Responder Scheme and the cancer ward in the local hospital. God knows how much there will be. The undertaker was going to leave it open for three weeks after the funeral as money was still coming in at the end of this week. Well, this isn't getting any work done, is it? 
fireplace is ready again now for the fire to be lit. Snow apparently is on its way. At least it's better than rain for a couple of days at least. I should do a run around the house with a hoover as well, but I honestly can't be bothered. Moving on. Another day. A reasonably good day today, I think. I've realised with help that there is no such thing as normal in this situation, and that I just have to get on with it in my own way, and in my own time. And maybe accept that some mistakes were made along the way. I did show what, what I'd written to my parents this afternoon, and I don't know if it's helped or not, as there was no real response to it. There were going to be real financial implications with all this to deal with, because A, he did all the accounts and paperwork, and I really took no interest at all in that side of things, like a lot of wives, I suppose. And B, I have a huge mortgage to pay, much huger than I actually thought we had. So it's going to be a lot of pulling socks up and everyone pulling together. Strange car today was a livery inquiry which sounded hopeful, so that's at least a plus. I ate some lunch. I enjoyed it at the time but regretted it later as it sat like a lump of lead in my tummy. I must try to eat as I have zilch energy and I've always prided myself on being relatively fit and energetic. One thing I know is that I definitely couldn't undertake any Coast Guard searches any day soon feeling this pathetically weak. I have rubber legs and a white head most of the time. I was corrected today and told that the search I did two days after his funeral was in fact two days after he died. Was I totally off my head or what? Probably the answer is yes. We were looking for a man who'd left notes indicating he was going to commit suicide. And I remember my brain swinging from the fact that I hoped we'd find him alive to thinking that's exactly what I feel like doing as well. Ultimately, doing that wouldn't help anybody. I suppose you only carry out suicide when you no longer see that fact or don't really care. My mind is clearer tonight. Well, for the time being, anyway. I haven't cried today. But then again, it's a long time until morning comes. I've gathered together all his medication in a Marks and Spencer's bag, which ironically has written on it, get carried away this Christmas at M&S. Quite apt, don't you think? I can smile about it today, but I might feel different again and look at it in the morning. Unpredictable, I think, is the way I would describe my feelings at the moment. All his tablets are either in boxes or in one of those compartmentalised pill boxes. I will hand it in at the doctor's because I don't want any landfill rats or birds getting hold of them. Mind you, with a concoction of painkillers, cardiac drugs, cholesterol drugs and steroids, would be like they would likely die a very peaceful drug to death. The only reason I want to get rid of them is that the same thoughts cross my mind as a selfish resolution for me a couple of times this last couple of weeks. I just remembered I had five or so boxes of tablets in the bathroom cupboard, which I put on the windowsill. I've been upstairs to get them, but they're gone. My friend's obviously taken them. She probably knows I've had those thoughts as well. I hope she thinks about the landfill rats. Repaying her for all the time she spent with me this last month is going to be impossible. I think in life you probably only ever have one real best friend outside family that you'd lay your life down for. Tomorrow, I'm going to make a real effort to get on with things a bit more. 
the vet did come to do some vaccinations, so that's someone else I have to face. But I will. Also, I will go to the first responder meeting tomorrow night. It'll be a giant hurdle, but I must get some sleep tonight. I look like shit. I will go to bed late so that I'm tired and set the alarm earlier so I can get on and do a bit and try to eat. The room where we had the meeting last time was stiflingly hot and I'd hate to faint from hunger and have a room full of responders desperate to practice on me. My fire failed me this evening. I don't suppose I've been so obsessed with prodding and poking it. I gave my little dog a bath. He stank. He'd been playing football in what I can only imagine was a puddle of horse pee. He's currently my nighttime hot water bottle, so I've given him a wash and a blow dry. Filled in a bit of time anyway. Up for a shower now, I think. Just looked, and it's still only 10 o'clock. Despite only three hours sleep last night, I'm not in the least bit tired. I inspected my freezer this evening as well, as I thought I should make an effort to cook something, maybe cheating with an Iceland ready meal. But by the time I'd stared into the freezer for five minutes, I couldn't be bothered anymore and gave up, it reminds me. Still haven't emptied my fridge of potential food poisoning. Maybe I should make this into a book for people who are going through the same as I am. Not that it would make them feel any better, and I don't know how long I will feel the need to carry on emptying my thoughts onto paper, instead of into actual words with people. Certainly it won't have the appeal that Harry Potter had for J.K. Rowling. God knows how many words you'd have to write to turn scribbles into a readable book. The speed I type at, it would take forever, and it would be full of grammatical mistakes. I've written a few articles in the past, mainly equine ones, but then I had my own editor at home here to proofread and correct it, didn't I? Well, I'm back writing. I had my shower, and I'm still wide awake. It's still only 11.30. I have my radio in the bathroom now for company with the lead coming under the door from the plug socket on the landing. Knowing my current luck, I'll be electrocuted. I tidied the bathroom cupboard up while I was there just to fill time. All his stuff is gone too. Confused feelings about that. Every time I opened it, there were bits in there which reminded me of him. But I suppose you can keep things like that forever, can't you? It doesn't help. His clothes went early on. I'm totally sure now I didn't do the right thing, but I felt pressurised to do it, really, because of the decision to let the house out to holidaymakers. The jumper he wore on Christmas morning over his pyjamas I've kept because it still smells of him. Not that he was smelly, I tell you, but just a mixture of familiarity and his aftershave. I kept it under my pillow until a couple of days ago, but it saddens me that his smell is fading. Also under my pillow is the Christmas card that he sent me and the gift tags from his presents to me. On them it says L-Y-A-T-T, our code, love you all the time. Maybe because it happened at Christmas, it feels worse. I'm flipping crying again now, and I've done so well today. I know people suffered much worse losses. Just watching the news from Gaza tonight is proof of that. But loss is individual to everybody, I suppose, and you get a bit selfish about your own. I'm not feeling so bold about the meeting tomorrow now. I'll just wait and see how I feel when the time comes along. I'm worrying as well about the vet arriving before my friend arrives in the morning. Do I behave as if nothing's happened? He certainly knows, as he was good enough to come to the funeral fair play to him. He's a very busy man. He got on well with my husband, always obscuring, always discussing some obscure musicians who I'd 
never heard of quite an eclectic mix of choices I think my husband and I and, my, and the vet usually discuss this with one arm up a mare's bottom if I behave like that he'll think I'm a hard cow but I don't want to behave the grieving widow in front of him either it would embarrass him I'll just keep my fingers crossed that he comes a bit later in the morning I'm going to stop writing now for the night Maybe it's getting obsessive and making my brain too busy. Tomorrow is another day.